When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What up? This is Shan and this is Cozy Womb Podcast. This is Ari. Say hi. Hi. Say hi, Anya. Hi! What up? What's up, y'all? This is Shan, and this is Cozy Womb Podcast. And this is just a sit-in. Raising emotionally healthy boys. Like, hello? (laughs) If that's not a big elephant in the room in society, I don't know what it's because... I think boys turn into adults who turn into men, but in society today, been treated as men, depending on what color their skin is, for a long time, and to have that battle be on our boys no matter where they are at on top of their feelings being completely ignored uh, their emotions being completely shunned to be put elsewhere because this is not the time this is not the place it needs to be addressed and it needs to be talked about because We cannot keep this constant routine of having sons, uh, supposed to be raising our sons, but what is it to raise a, a boy in society today 
when we completely tell them to stop crying, um, stop whining, uh, stop being sad, be a man, grow up. Growing up, being a man has nothing to do with you completely telling them to not show emotion. You're basically making a a individual feel like they don't have a right to be sad. They don't have a right to be angry. They don't have a right to say how they feel. They don't have a right to show how they feel. They have no place to put that emotion and it just sits within them and is forced to turn into something else. Why? Like, why is that the case? People avoid allowing our boys to have an emotional place to be emotional. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Like, we let our girls cry. We let our girls be sad. We let our girls go in the room and have a moment. We let our girls go in the bathroom and have another girl go in there and see what's wrong with them. But our boys, shut that up right now. Um, no, we're not doing that. Wipe your face. Fix your face. Like, why is it that? I think because all our boys are growing up um, and they want to show emotion. But for what reason are they shunned for it? Like, what's the reasoning behind why boys are, like, told not to cry? Why are they told to hide their emotions? Some people might say, my son is too soft. What does that mean? There might be a bigger reason on why your son is upset or why he's angry or why he's crying right now. Like, even me as a woman, whenever I get really upset and whenever I get really angry... I'm not just angry inside. Like, I'm just tears falling on my face. Not because I want to cry, but because I'm just so angry that my body is reacting to cry. So sometimes, there, not sometimes, all the time, there is an underlying uh, reason that's been poked at constantly for a child to get so angry to the point that there's tears rolling down his face and he's crying. Someone has been poking at something on a consistent basis for them to get like that. They don't just get like that by themselves. It's something that's continuously not being addressed that's making them get to that point. And we have to stop telling our boys they can't cry. We have to stop telling our boys to fix their face when they're upset or when they're angry or when they can't even tell you what they're feeling because no one ever asks them. That's not fair. Mind what you say around your sons. Mind what you do around your sons. Mind how you say things around your sons. Some parents come off like the worst people on the planet all because of how they say something and how you say something and what you mean can be two different things so be mindful of how you say things around your sons be mindful of how you talk to women around your sons be mindful how you display 
signs of affection to other men around your son. Do you show affection to other men that you care about, whether it's a friend, whether it's a cousin, whether it's a brother, whether it's a father? When was the last time you hugged your father? When was the last time you greeted a man that you did not know without using your mouth and using a gesture, whether it's a handshake or a pat on the back or a hug? Do you do that? All of that is healthy displays of affection that is going to help your son feel like, oh, this is a safe place. Or, oh, it's okay to do that. Or, oh, now I kind of catch a vibe as to who this person may be. Or if this person's an okay person to be around. Like, all of that eye contact Do I look other men in the eyes when I talk to them? Does my son see me look other men in the eyes? Do I look down when other men are talking to me? All of that has to do with how comfortable your son is going to be with displaying his affection or talking about his emotion or expressing his emotion. But a lot of people don't do that and we just shut them down. Sensitive sons are a challenge. Okay. But what child isn't a challenge? As a parent, I feel like it's up to us if we don't understand how to deal with a child that's, you know, sensitive, super hyper, or angry all the time. It's up to us to figure out where we need to go to find someone that is an expert in that. What do I need to read to figure out how I can nurture my child to be a better individual because this is part of their personality. How can I create a healthy environment for my child whose personality is like this? As a parent, some of us, we're not doing the work. We're not, we're not doing the, the work as parents that needs to be done in order to figure out how we can help our children grow into healthy adults. And then they go out in this world and they're in relationships with people and they are, they do not know how to emotionally express themselves in the healthy way. They don't know how to um, talk to people. They don't know how to show affection. They don't know how to take affection shown to them. They don't know how to... Um, be compassionate to others. They don't know how to uh, be good displays of affection to their kids. Have you ever seen an adult um, watch their child get hurt on the playground or somewhere and they don't even know they're uncomfortable in what to do after that? They're completely awkward. All that boils down to is that child not seeing a parent or a caregiver show them proper displays of affection. They're emotionally lost as a grown adult and they have a child. We have to stop ignoring that. Hugging your child does not make him soft or girly or feminine. Stop thinking hugging your child is going to make him soft. Telling your son you love him isn't just for a game he won or after he gives you a Father's Day gift. 
You need to be telling your son that you love him on the daily. It doesn't have to be every five minutes. It doesn't have to be um, completely routine. Like, uh, I've, I've only been with one man who anytime he talked to his mother or his sister and he was getting off the phone, he always told them that he loved them. I don't know any male in my family right now whenever he gets off the phone with any family member says I love them every time. One of my brothers, I want to say my younger brother who has all daughters tells me that he loves me at the end of every conversation um, whether we're on the phone or in text and we're done. Out the blue. Out the blue. Like, my mother doesn't even tell me that she loves me when I get off the phone with her. It's just a bye. Or we don't say nothing. We just end the call. Like, what is that about? When it comes to your son and you're a male, whether you're the oldest brother or you're the father or you're the grandfather or the uncle, you need to be telling them at some point in the day that you love them. Sometimes even as an aunt, sometimes I'll randomly not say anything to my nephews throughout the day and just send them a text and tell them I love them. Because I feel like boys go through so much today and have so much pressure on them and they're told to be men in every situation that I don't want them ever to feel like they have to sit and wonder when the last time somebody told them that they loved them was. I don't want them ever to sit and feel like, does somebody out there love me? Does somebody out there remember me? Does somebody out there notice me? Does somebody out there want to know what I'm thinking or what I'm feeling right now? Don't let them sit out here in their minds feeling like they're by themselves. Teasing your son won't make him a man. I, I, like my brother has a, such a one of my brothers have such a habit of um, teasing his sons about what they do and how they do it as like a level of affection or play. But at the same time, because every child is not the same, and every child may not be as confident as you may think they may take it personally when you're just joking and you can't do that with a lot of kids there's so much so much going on and there's so many platforms of people you don't even know teasing you about what you look like what you're wearing uh, what your hair looks like, where you come from, why your eyes look like that, why your feet look like that, why your nose look like that. There's so much of that where they don't need to come home and have their parents pick on them. They don't need to come home and have their siblings pick on them. When, when, when your kids come home to you, it should be a place for them to recharge. And recharge as far as recharges, you know, get some good food to eat, get some, you know, good knowledge to to think about get some good confidence about themselves because their their parents want to tell them what they do is so great and how proud they are you know you're supposed to be that that charge that house is supposed to be that charge place for your kids 
not that place where they have to come in and be told what they're doing wrong and pointed at and dictated all the time. That is not what a home is for. A home is supposed to be a safe place for everybody. Let them recharge on some goodness, not negativity. Don't don't come into the house arguing and, and yelling and shouting and then they go to their rooms and they play a violent game and they listen to loud music about somebody else being angry, somebody else expressing their feelings that they got all stuck in within them and they don't know how to express it. Don't don't do that. Don't let your home be that place for your child. Forcing your son to talk to girls won't make him a big shot and it won't make him a man faster and it won't make girls like him more. Especially when he's emotionally lost. Girls, we are very emotional. So if you send in somebody to us to make them a man and they don't have no idea how to display proper, healthy ways of emotion, what are we supposed to do with them? What are we supposed to do with with a, a, a boy who's supposed to be a man that doesn't know how to hug, doesn't know when to hug? Doesn't know how to accept somebody telling them that they love them. They don't know what that means. They don't know what it is to have a woman work all day, come home and make them dinner. And they come home and they see it. And they shrug at it. They don't know what happened in that communication right there. That they just... Mm-hmm. Oh... They don't understand that that was a uh, that was a time, a moment where my effort was given in order to make sure you had something to eat, despite the day I had. Because I love you, before I care for you, I made you something to eat. And they come in and they see it and they just shrug it off and they go watch a game or get some cereal or don't say shit. Like some, some grown men come into a household with whether they're married or it's a girlfriend or it's a parent to that son that you got and you don't say nothing to her. You don't hug her. You don't tell her that you missed her. And then they grow up and they're in a relationship and they don't do that to the person that they're with. We have to start being the better example. We have to start setting the bar high as to ways of expressing a good type of love, a good type of just affection towards one another. So our sons grow up better, well-rounded in society in order to deal with the things that are great and the things that aren't so great. Because they have enough people on the outside of your home treating them like they're nothing. We shouldn't be at home with our sons acting like their emotions are invisible because it's not. So I just figure to make some points where it really matters and some things we should really focus on. I don't have any sons, but if I did have a son... This is what I would focus on. Um, the first thing I would focus on is make sure 
boys know that they have a safe place to express their feelings, okay? Whether it's with you, whether it's with a mentor, whether it's with their father or their mom or a cousin that they really like, they need to know that there is a safe place for them to express their emotions. If they need to come home and just tell you everything right there at the door, let them do so. Do not interrupt them. Do not assume anything. Ask open questions, okay? Um, The next thing you should do is balance the exposure they have to violence. Whether it's their environment where they live, poverty, traveling, I suggest you travel with your sons as much as you can so they can see that the whole world is not the same. Um, Culture. I, I suggest you expose them to different cultures so they can understand every family has different personalities that they deal with. Every family have different values that they show to one another. And there's complete complete mountains of options of what you can do with your family you don't have to be in one box of doing something a certain way Ex- uh, expose your sons to different career options you don't have to just grow up and play basketball you don't have to grow up and just play football you don't have to grow up and uh be this or be that you have options out here expose them to that and don't don't assume that their school will do that you do it. Like you show them how hard, you know, you work in order to make sure they have clean clothes, food on the table and show them that you actually enjoy the work that you do so they can figure out what it is that they enjoy so they can grow up and want to be men and provide for their families and do the same thing. Show them that. Um, what else? Keep a consistent dialogue. I feel like, um, parents need to talk to their sons more about everything on a mature level not shouting not yelling not dictating not telling just talk open dialogue I think parents need to watch um, documentaries with their sons more they need to watch different genres of things with their sons whether it's a horror film whether it's um a sad film, a funny film, like all of that. You need to have a variety so your child knows how to be aware of their emotions, deal with their emotions, and combat certain emotions. You can't just sit there and watch funny stuff all the time. You can't just sit there and watch cartoons all the time. You can't just sit there and watch things that you are already interested in all the time. You can't do that. That is not going (laughs) to... Create a well-rounded individual. Um, Be able to explain what uh, things may mean. Listen to music together. If 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 you if your child is in a complete different generation and you don't understand it, ask some questions. Don't make them feel stupid. You wouldn't want to talk to anybody that made you feel stupid. Don't make your child feel stupid. Talk to them about things they watched, things they heard. Um, Just the other day, was it today? I think it was yesterday. My five-year-old asked me, she said, why do people say the N-word? When I tell you that was a moment in the car, she said, why do people say the N-word? And I explained to her why people say may say the N-word. Because I don't know all the reasons why people say the N-word. And she said, 
when I grow up, can I say it? And I was like, you know what? Society, music, television has made that word seem so um, tangible to everybody that even my five-year-old wants to say it. And she just found out from me what it means. And I said, Anya, why would you want to say that word? And she said, because when I get bigger, I want to say it. And I said, well, hopefully when you get bigger, you don't want to say it. Because it's not a nice word. It's, it's a word to, to make other people feel bad or feel less than or feel like they're not enough. And a lot of people say it as a greeting, as hello, but it doesn't, it should never be a word that you would say for a hello. And she said, oh, okay. But my job is to not hide that word from her, but keep consistently explaining that word to her and um, explaining to her that it's not an okay word to use. But let me back, get back on track. Um, but your kids are aware of everything. Uh, I th- think um, we should be a positive light. Whether you're a man, whether you're a woman, whether you're an aunt, whether you're an uncle, whether you're a, p- a mom or a dad, you should be a positive light. Give your kids something to look forward to. Give your son something to look forward to. Be a guide to your son, not a sitter. Meaning, a lot of these young boys grow up into young men who are dependent on other people. Teach your sons to be independent. Not meaning that they need to do every single thing on earth by themselves, but make sure they can, if they needed to, do what they need to do for themselves by themselves. Um, Learn to trust your sons. Learn to trust your sons. Because if you don't trust your son, don't look for the next person outside your home to trust your son. Learn to trust your son. Um, What do you do with your son that shows that you are compassionate? Are you doing something that's showing that you're a compassionate person that your son can see? Do you feed the homeless? Do you hold doors for people you don't know? Do you help, you know, older people carry their groceries? Do you offer your assistance even when you don't have to? What do you show to your sons that shows that you're a compassionate person? So they can be compassionate. You have to be the example. Um, Number six. uh, (laughs) Don't assume what your son did ask a lot of kids don't talk to their parents a lot of boys don't talk to their parents because they feel like you're going to judge them before they explain to you what happened so always um, ask in an unjudgy way ask unjudgy questions depending on their answer then you can move to the next thing that you want to ask build their confidence A lot of kids out here are struggling and you think that they're soft because you never spent the time to build their confidence. Build your child's confidence. Talk about what they're great at. Talk about what they should improve 
from a positive perspective. Encourage them. Check in on them daily. Don't just let them come in, throw you away, say hi, ask them one question and and have them be in their room for hours. Turn around, it's nine o'clock. You probably didn't have no time to cook dinner, so you made a pizza. You said it was in the in the um, kitchen. Then your kid takes that pizza, eats it, gets a drink, goes back in their room, takes a shower, brushes their teeth, go to sleep. By the time they get up, you already left for work. So who's raising your kid? You're not raising your kid. Society's raising your kid. Because when that kid leaves the house that you put money into make sure they have clean clothes you have no emotional communication connection with your son and society is raising that kid the school whatever they're teaching them or not teaching them is raising your kid their friends are raising your kid they're gonna come home and y'all gonna be on that constant rotation of nothingness constantly because you're not having an open dialogue with your son you have no emotional connection with your son you're letting society raise your son stop it stop it on the weekend if you go on to work take your son to work with you if 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 uh you can take them with you if you can't um make sure they have something productive outside the house to do on the weekend on sunday if you off go do something with your son Go do something with your son. All right? I'm sorry. This was just a sit-in. It ran a little bit too long. But um, I'm just tired of our boys being ignored. Um, And I feel like if our boys stop being ignored as boys, they will grow up to be better men and society we need better men out here um and enough emotional neglecting for our boys enough enough because as a woman I would love to be in a relationship with somebody a man who was emotionally healthy within himself in order to um support me and to support a family. But there's a lot of men out here who do not have the proper emotional intelligence and know-how because they weren't given that. And if you can help the future of your child and he's a boy, allow him to express his emotion in the right way. That's all I'm saying. My name is Shan. I'm out. Thank you for listening. Bye. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. (laughs) You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.